0: Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Drop Your Buffs podcast, where we recap the triple S, as my mom called it to me. He said last week when we were talking about like if we had a subscription box to our podcast, Uh like what we would send and how we'd have to put a buff in there so people mm-hmm. would have their own buffs to drop. And my mom was like, you guys should totally put the triple S on your buff. And I was like, what's the triple S? And she was like, <laughs> you know, strategize. So the strategy, the social the game and the stupidity. I was like, oh, that's genius. The triple S. We, we
1: had this tagline there all along and we didn't even know it.
0: We like made a brand out of this, and I was like trying to think of, of the buff, like what the buff would say, like uh-huh. if it would be like out strategize, out socialize, and I was like out stupidize. I have no idea. I was trying to think out of out Stupify. You know, stupify.
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, it sounds like your mother's a keeper. I'll definitely be going back to her with any questions I have in regards to the podcast because I I definitely want to listen to that woman. She's got some great ideas.
0: Oh, she does. Um. How so are you, Hannah? How I'm has this doing, week been? I am doing good. This week has flown by. Mm-hmm. That Survivor episode like blew my mind, and I'm mm-hmm. still like really just digesting it and trying to figure out what all happened. Yes. And I was trying to get my thoughts really straight before uh-huh. we talked. And I was like, you know what? Whatever. We're just going to talk it through. Yes. Yeah. Talk about what happened and what was good, what was bad, what was normal. I have,
1: uh, yeah, I have a feeling you and I are going to have very different views on this episode. But before we get to that, would you like to try some rapid fire questions?
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I guess I deserve it after I brought them to you last week.
1: And I was going to say, even if you don't want to, you're going to. Uh, All
0: right.
1: Are you ready for question one? Bring it. All right. If you went to the Island of Idols, what do you think would be the lesson that you would need to learn?
0: Oh, dear. The one I would need to learn is how to lie better, because I think I'm a good liar, but then when like I play Secret Hitler with my friends or One Night Werewolf, I can be read like a book, apparently, mm-hmm. and I need to get better at that.
1: That's a wonderful answer. I thought you'd struggle <laughs> a little more with that, but I'm glad you're self-aware <laughs> enough. Okay. Um, yes. Question number two. We've seen a lot of challenges over the years. If you had the chance, what challenge would you want to compete in?
0: The challenge I want to compete in? You know what? I, I got to compete in a challenge I was really looking forward to. I call it the Kim Spradlin challenge. The mm-hmm. one where she has, well, that she I call it the Kim Spradlin challenge because she won it. It's where it's that like big metal maze that you have mm-hmm. a spool that you have to weave it through this standing maze and you stack the spools on top of each other and right try the little putting...
1: wooden discs and you oh have my to gosh. make sure that you don't hit the middle frame so they, yep. they fall
0: yeah i going to you were
1: gonna say this but i also had a feeling you wouldn't say this because you did get to try it and it may have been the challenge that sent you home
0: yeah i lost it by a hair i was in the lead it haunts me to this day and i lost
1: mm. <laughs> and i'm gonna say that we were kind of happy anyway
0: question three
1: <laughs> Question three, Lauren or Tommy? Lauren. Okay, after next week's, next week's episode, I'm, I'm interested to see how that goes, we saw that little glimpse. Okay, We'll line. get into
0: Lauren more later.
1: Sure, okay, number four. Out of all the themes we've seen on Survivor, what is your favorite? And that can be just men versus women, that can be Exile Island. What is your favorite theme?
0: My favorite theme. Well, my favorite season is San Juan del Sur, which was a blood versus water season. Now, because I just I love the drama of it, I don't think I would say that's my favorite theme. I think that brings in so much more than the Survivor game, you know, where you're you're stranded on an island with strangers. Mm -hmm. In blood versus water, there's so much more going on. So that's not my favorite theme. My favorite theme, you know, off the top of my head, I know this is supposed to be rapid fire, <laughs> but um, I really liked the theme of Worlds Apart where you had no collar, white collar, and blue collar. I loved okay. that dynamic of like the tribe full of people who work, you know, in the business field. And then mm-hmm. you had the tribe of people who are like, Labor workers or whatnot, and then you have the tribe of people who are like hippies or something. Free spirits, yeah, yeah. I love that theme, didn't love that season, but that was pretty cool to see.
1: Interesting, I like that answer. (laughs) All right, so last question, okay. And this is a big brother question, okay. Would you rather win and be hated (laughs) or lose and be loved?
0: Win and be hated, really, all the time yeah whoa I, I was not expecting it. that oh yeah you know oh my deep desire is to be loved by everyone like if I have a feeling that someone doesn't like me and like chews me up from the inside but if I'm gonna go play a reality game I'm doing it to win and not to be loved by America wow
1: because so, uh, I thought about this question by myself and for me I my mind came back to if there's something that is going to get me so hated it's not worth winning
0: wow
1: do you know what i mean like if you yeah for this season's context elizabeth and missy it's not worth winning do you know what i mean wow yeah i would rather like for me it's like don't be hated and get to the end if you get to the end and you're hated was it worth the win i'd rather get to the end being well liked or Mm -hmm. get as close to the end without compromising what makes me me yeah and uh but I don't know, like, I understand the same, and the same thing goes like, would you rather be hated? Because, yes, you've gone there to win a game, but it's like, I don't know, be it that we are so versed in the reality TV world, we uh-huh. know that you carry that with you in your real life. If it just was like game world and then real world, that might be different, but you can't I separate them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, there you go. So, you would rather be hated and win, and I would much rather be liked and uh, lose. But, Hey, wow! I, I have yet to win wow. anything at this point, so, <laughs> so yeah, that's saying something.
0: Wow, that was so insightful right there.
1: Well, I mean, I, I wanted to give you, like, meaty questions for our rapid fire, um, knowing that there was only going to be five of them, but have us have something get the, the pistons going in our brain so we're ready to talk about this episode of Survivor.
0: Boom. Um, I love how the one question that wasn't meaty was – Tommy or Lauren and I'm like Lauren
1: like I like honestly like this whole season you've been talking about the two of them as a pair and I know that you love mm-hmm. Lauren but mm-hmm. you did have the conversation last week about how you love her but you don't necessarily know if she's gonna get to the end or if she's gonna win mm-hmm. and so I thought if I would make you choose between the two mm-hmm. it might it might give you more <laughs> to think about it clearly not
0: so my question coming into this episode with you this recap my question uh-huh. for you is why is Lauren so amazing? Why is I she everything I love? counter that by saying
1: she's not. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, she, she's, a, she's an interesting character, but I'm finding more and more in the episodes that she's doing things that I'm not enjoying. Like her reaction to winning the challenge, I'm like, yeah, you won. You know you oh. won. Like oh. stop oh. amplifying it. Like I like <laughs> that you had that confessional of like, this is all I've ever wanted. But when yeah. she's screaming like, I won? What do you mean I won? Well, we mean you were the last person to stand with the ball against the... Th- like it, yeah. It's just kind of like I'm seeing character traits in these people who know that they're in the lead and they're playing out of this fear and they're playing into this idea. I'm like, own your moves. Yeah. Own your wins. Yeah. And that's, for me, why I like someone like Nora. Because she oh does Oh, gosh. You know, she stands there and she's like, yeah, I won. And so many people can see that as such an ugly trait, but it's either side of it, you know. And (laughs) I guess Elaine does the similar kind of thing, you know. She's like, right, and we all kind of went, oh yeah, you know, it's that whole thing. But at the same time, there's something for me that's redeeming about Elaine in a group environment, where uh, Lauren in a group environment is kind of sharp, Mm -hmm. where Elaine is kind of well-rounded. So I'm kind of seeing Elaine as a bit of. Of the better social player out of the two of them
0: yeah um i would say that i mean we've seen lauren do the remember when she told nora to sit out of that challenge jeff was like His yeah and she's like nora <laughs> you know, and went, then what? i feel like we had another thing from oh and when it was time to go to the um it was time to go for someone to go to island of the idols and like mm-hmm. so someone has to be picked unanimously and lauren's like me <laughs> yep. like she's not doing that social game very uh Self-aware or I mean she's, well, like said, or she's is being sharp she, with
1: it. She's being sharp, but is she playing the hand that she has because mm-hmm. she knows she's in a good position?
0: Right. Right. So like going back to the immunity challenge and how you know after she wins, you know, she sits down and she's like, Oh my gosh, I won. But just cut to like five minutes prior, where I am watching her fight during that challenge and yeah. i am on the edge of my seat and i was just like i was covering my face i wanted her to win that so bad the tear is rolling down her tree, her cheek and i i just i she's my girl i am rooting for her i see a lot of myself in her <sighs> and i and also it's so love, funny yeah.
1: cuz i was watching like on the edge of my seat hoping she would lose like I, I really feel
0: like a lot of people were.
1: Well, I really wanted to see Elaine go to tribal council with immunity and
0: and the idol.
1: Yes, cuz I just thought that, that would have been an amazing tribal council where mm-hmm. it's not only a matter of she's safe, but who is she going to keep safe, keeping the other side on their toes and forcing someone like Dean, we'll get to that. <laughs> forcing someone like <laughs> Dean to actually have to make the moves with them. But I do appreciate where you stand in your support of
0: Lauren. Yeah, and and Lauren, whether she knew it or not, she needed to win that immunity because we saw people already talking about how they were going to vote. They needed to get Lauren out. And I love how she, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like she is seen as the target and the threat, and Tommy is seen as her wingman. Like, I feel like we heard someone say, like, Tommy is wrapped around her finger.
1: Yeah, he's and- the bronze to her brains.
0: And that's great for Tommy. I feel like that's, he wants his threat level to be low. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, for Lauren, it's not good to be seen as the target, but I love how she's seen as the player in that duo. And I see them as like the Wendell and Dom situation, even mostly because Lauren tweeted, she tweeted on, (laughs) let me tell you what she did. Okay. She tweeted a picture of her and Tommy and she did that thing going around Twitter and Instagram and whatnot, that whole, I'm going to tell my kids that yep. this was. Uh-huh. So she said, I'm going to tell my kids that this was Wendell and Dom <laughs> or something like that.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I know. And I was like, oh, wow. But now Of that
1: all of the duos. Up, I know. I would have no. gone with JT and Steven personally. Oh, I
0: know. I know. So like, this really made me start thinking like, If those two make it to the end with, you know, someone like Dan or um, Nora or something like I could totally imagine this being a Wendell and Dom situation where both of them are fighting for the votes and it being Mm -hmm. like an equal matchup in in totally different ways, almost, you know?
1: Well, let me give you my perspective of the people Mm -hmm. left in this game. So Mm -hmm. spoiler alert, we watched Uh this episode and Karishma gets sent home. That was a huge shock.
0: I, this
1: is the most disappointing tribal result that has happened since Chelsea got voted out. Wow. All of that to happen and then to send Karishma home. It just like what? And like, I think Kelly said it herself where she's like, they are making the dumbest moves.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, you what have, is happening? Like You have loved cool, call, calm Karishma since the beginning, haven't you? Or I like, have.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. here's the thing. It's not even about my my love for Karishma because we all know that she has kind of done this teeter-totter thing for me. This, this weeble ball, wobble.
0: Like,
1: right, this weeble wobble as <laughs> Jeff Tricks <Brooks> would say. <laughs> because I, I love the raw, real Karishma. And I'm going to mm-hmm. take this moment to tell everybody who's listening if you haven't watched the Ponderosa videos please go and watch them you see a completely different side to our cast members it's mm-hmm. so refreshing it's such a nice it's such a nice side of survivor that you don't get to see in the everyday show
0: i love I, the ponderosa ones
1: did you watch christmas
0: no i haven't
1: okay so i watched that today after i rewatching the episode uh-huh. it was probably my favorite one so far oh she literally gets back and she's like, I can be me now. And wow. it was, like, it was, I, that was the whole premise of her experience of Ponderosa from that video. It's now we get to see the real Karishma because she was having to play as a different person play with a different set of cards, just completely out of her element, out of her comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It's a group of people that didn't necessarily enjoy her. And now Mm -hmm. we're getting to see her enjoying herself and having other people enjoy her as well. And it's really refreshing. So I recommend that.
0: Mm -hmm. I did listen to her exit interview on Rob Has a Podcast. Mm -hmm. And she has said that, like, yeah, she didn't really have any friends in the game. But after Mm -hmm. the game, she's made really strong friendships with these people. So that really goes along with what you're saying.
1: I believe it because you also pretty much get a confessional from every single person who's there with her talking about how much they're enjoying having her there and seeing that side of her. Wow, is, that's a yeah. shocker. Wow. Well, the first person to admit it is Aaron, which for me, like he probably has the most confessionals talking about how it's so good to see her out of the game. Wow. I was like, okay, I am like, i like like, hats off to you guys. Clearly you're in game mode and then there's human mode and i'm enjoying seeing this cast in human mode
0: like uh, karishma has had the the craziest most roller coaster of a character arc that we have mm-hmm. ever seen on survivor yeah we've seen someone she's we're seen, seeing her as a goat we're yep. seeing her as the outcast we're seeing her as the idol player
1: mm-hmm. like that she the she
0: most actually votes. got
1: two i was going to say she got two records this season yeah. She her first record was she was the person to receive the most votes in one single season of Survivor having her name written down 22 times.
0: Dang.
1: Which some people would be like that's terrible but if you can survive that one. Exactly.
0: After yeah. receiving Props that many votes. Exactly.
1: The other one which I believe she tied for was receiving the most votes from one single contestant which was Dean writing her name down five times. <laughs> and i believe i believe it was um jane and marty in um nicaragua who had that prior to this so they tied in season (laughs) but i don't know if that's a sentiment to her or saying how poor of a game player dean is
0: i totally see that as a dean thing right so confessional where he where i think he was like finally getting you out
1: (laughs) right Here's the thing, but she's done the same thing to him. So they're just as bad as each other. So coming into this, I was like, this Karishma, disappointing because she's been such an iconic player in this game. This was not the tribal council to get Karishma out. Especially be it that when we had the people on the reward go and they were like, we want to get Elaine. That was their main focus. We have the tribal, um, the challenge take place, the immunity challenge take place. On the walk back, we have a confessional from Tommy saying, "Now we get a chance to take out Karishma." Yeah. We haven't had them talk yet about Elaine having an idol. So why is the vote being taken off Elaine and put back onto Karishma? We never saw this transaction happen. We saw the yeah. option of splitting the vote between Elaine and Karishma.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But all they're talking about how
0: Elaine was the target.
1: Right. So then why, when we finally get to tribal council, sure. I understand that now we know Elaine has an immunity idol because Nora isn't normal. And it is, it just threw me. I'm like, why are we getting a confessional from Tommy prior to tribal council about the vote going for Karishma? I'm missing something. And I'm wondering if that was a confessional taken after tribal council put into oh, this episode mm-hmm. just to kind of give us kind of like a storyline to kind of be like Karishma's an option now because we never actually saw that conversation take place because they were all like Elaine all the way with Karishma as the second vote.
0: So are you thinking that the Karishma planned, are you thinking that that happened during the tribal council blow up? Well, here's the thing. She was always the second option, correct? Right, right. But- has always the, been the target. Right.
1: But but Tommy specifically said in his confessional, leaving tribal, um, leaving the immunity challenge, now because she's not protected, we can get rid of Karishma. Yeah. I never got the moment of why aren't we not voting Adelaide anymore? So that just I kind know. of me off guard. I'm like, I get it. I get why the votes landed the way they did based off of knowing that there's an idol left in the game. But at Mm -hmm. what point did we, like, once they cheers to voting out Elaine, Yeah, what happened in that time? Um, Yeah. So so for me, I see this tribal council. Mm. So we've discussed that we want to bring up certain points in this episode rather than just going chronologically. Yeah. My first first point is titled Dean, Dean, Dean.
0: Dean, 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 Dean.
1: Because I have many differing thoughts about Dean.
0: Same. Like, I've been wondering, oh my gosh. So, my big thought about Dean with this tribal is like, what did Dean and Elaine play on this?
1: Nope. This blow up. You know was why? Was it just
0: Dean? Yeah, tell me why. She had an idol. She had something on the line.
1: She so was she, willing yeah. to try and use that idol to help that side. This was purely a selfish move by Dean. So I don't know whether to to like think poorly of him or to applaud him on this move because this had nothing to do with anybody else but Dean.
0: And it, it we got little glimpses of him saying that Nora is not trustworthy and he like doesn't want to play with her. So is he doing he's doing this to all put the, to put crap on Nora? Well, here's the thing.
1: Who was the person that stirred it up at tribal council who's the person that made the vote change Nora kept her mouth shut dean's the one that's not trustworthy boom why do you know what i mean it it Mm -hmm. was so like i'm like first thing he does is turns to tommy and says they want to vote you out i'm not going to it was a selfish move by dean all the only thing that makes sense to me is dean doesn't want to go further in the game with elaine exactly
0: and nora that's That's, the only reason why you had to do it if if it feels that way
1: my whole thing is i think that's a personal choice versus a game choice because if you go to the final four with them yeah here's the other thing he's probably like (laughs) nora's winning immunity challenges elaine's winning immunity challenges (laughs) if i end up in a challenge where the two of them last longer than me and for whatever reason Karishma lasts longer than me. Dean went out before Karishma this time. This is an ego move. I
0: this love it because... Uh, he's such an doing, ego move. He's been doing so bad at challenges. Like, yeah, he should go to the final four with, with those three girls. But, Thinking like, that saying, he'd be
1: the physical threat, but, but he now, wouldn't he, be.
0: Now that he's doing so bad, he's probably like, I can't go to the end. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: oh, I think it's gosh. in his best bet. In my mind he doesn't want to sit next to women at the end yeah not for any kind of like like men are better than women situation right he right. just doesn't have a chance of winning this game sitting next to a woman at the end because mm-hmm. they've all proven to be much more impressive than him so in my mind he's thinking Tommy and Dan be it that Dan is obviously not well liked by a majority of the people left in the game mm-hmm. and on the jury. jury. And Tommy is one of those people that you can, you really can say he just followed Lauren. Yeah. And
0: you that's really... what they're perceiving right now.
1: And who knows, maybe Dean gets to the end with Dan and Tommy and plays the case of Tommy was writing Lauren's coattails, Dan was writing Tommy and Lauren's coattails. And I had to make a hero of my own. <laughs> because...
0: I can't imagine this. I but, mean, I could, I could see it, but, like, this is ridiculous. I love it. So, here's my thing. I think that Dean is an
1: idiot for yes. making the move that we didn't want to see. We wanted mm-hmm. to see the misfits come together, especially out, after Tommy. the statement from Dan being, like, Oh, my weirdos. gosh. Dan is you
0: the know, worst.
1: it's just... And, you know, <laughs> like, pumping himself up the Tribal Council when... Don't even talk home. about
0: that fist-pumping i cannot he did that already once for when kelly got voted out he fit
1: and i was like
0: i was like yeah i understand the feeling but you don't do it out loud like that and you could smile i'm i'm cool with people smiling but it's such an
1: ugly trait but then he
0: did it again yeah oh my gosh like yeah hate charisma all you want but stop with the cockiness Yeah, because the thing is, like,
1: I just don't see that as a redeeming quality for the people on the jury to be like, you know what, you pumped yourself after making that win every time, and you, like, put that person down. I'm going to vote for you to win a million dollars. Like, I just don't understand the mentality behind it. Mm -hmm. I also would like to bring up a point. When Mm -hmm. he had his loved one visit, and Jeff announced that it's the youngest person to ever come out for a young one visit, did that spark your ears up at all?
0: Well, yeah, I was like, how... Young is whoever's coming out. I don't know. I, so, I, so you don't
1: remember the youngest person prior? Boston? Boston. Shane Powell's son. Yes. Uh, was Survivor he, Panama.
0: How old was he?
1: I looked it up. Okay. Okay. I had to look this up because um, I went to a bunch of different pages to try and figure this out. <laughs> Boston was 14 years old when he went out
0: Oh, and Dan's son is 13. Correct. So, so he and has husband
1: do... I thought he was younger. I thought Boston was a lot younger when he went out to see Shade. But huh. I could only find... I ended up finding his IMDb page because he was technically on a TV show. <laughs> you know, because he was a guest on the episode of Survivor. So considering that, I'm assuming every single loved one who's ever been on Survivor has their own IMDb page. Oh my gosh, Finn's Aunt Patty has their own IMDb page? Internet Movie Database. There you go. Look them up. Every love <laughs> one on Survivor. You know, they may not have a photo, but they do have a credit. I um, love it. So, yeah. So, my my looking at this episode, oh, my dreams were coming true. The group of the misfits that I've always labeled, I was like, Dean has to come into this group. He can't keep on fighting this group. And you know yep. what? He broke my heart. Yeah, he did. He broke did. my heart. He got them turning on each other. Mm-hmm. Karishma was cool, calm. Karishma turning around saying mm-hmm. 10 minutes ago she was with us. Oh, I love that point. Her. She's mm-hmm. so good. She's so good. And we saw a side of Nora that we didn't want to see, which was her doggy paddling Grambling. for her life. It was lie just...
0: on top of lie on top of lie trying
1: to... But oh. you know what she did do as well? She just called out that idol immediately,
0: completely...
1: Yeah. M- it didn't gain her any favors. It lost her favors. You know, if she had gone into the next episode and said, Hey guys, so Elaine actually told me she's got an idol because she's trying to get me over to work with them, she could have used that for the next episode. She could have, they didn't have to know that she knew about it before the last vote.
0: Well, so. she was, but they threw her under, they threw her right under the bus. And but it makes her I look un-
1: more untrustworthy.
0: It doesn't make her look more. T- I know. Well, they, but she had already been fighting against already looking that way because she had she had to admit that yeah she was going to vote for tom or like she said she wasn't going to vote for tommy but she was going to vote yeah. for tommy and here's my thing like dean by doing that he totally so here's when i was thinking about it, i'm like all right so dean burnt the bridge with nora within that that misfit yes. alliance you know yes. he burnt that bridge he's like nope this isn't gonna happen and so like and so they lost that number of nora and mm-hmm. they lose the number of karishma cuz she gets voted out so you know he just lost two people that he was theoretically but working with that episode he doesn't but he doesn't, doesn't want to and so and so here so I'm like all right so dean is trying to forge his way further in the, trying to make a path with tommy because mm-hmm. he just revealed something with Tommy. and he wants them to not trust nora he wants mm-hmm. to take her spot Mm -hmm. I bet and I bet that Elaine also thinks that she has an inroad with Tommy I I think we see Tommy
1: but in the tribal council Tommy looks at Elaine he's like you were coming after me she's like I wasn't going for you and it's like do we trust that because Elaine Mm -hmm. was also the person to save Tommy when she went up to him and said you're the vote but I want to vote out Missy so we know that they have a history those two
0: yeah but the question
1: is is Mm -hmm. Dean trying to move in on lauren's man and take her spot
0: oh because if he
1: can manage that i'm starting to see an edit where dean wins this game
0: i i cannot imagine
1: it's really hard to but here's the thing nora was like stop looking at dean's pretty face don't look And, (laughs) and you saw you saw kelly you saw missy everybody was laughing in the jury people are liking dean And we had talked very strongly about how we think that the people in the jury weren't like Dean. But if Dean starts making these moves for himself, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like telling Tommy on Tribal Council and getting Karishma voted out, who he's been wanting out clearly because he's voted for her five times, like he's starting to play the end game. And it's like, he's not playing with the people he started this game with. He was on the outs when he was left out of the Chelsea vote. You know, he's he's starting to redeem himself. And it's one of those things that him smirking and Nora, like getting baited by that. Yeah, This is, this is the confidence that I've been wanting to see out of a contestant for the whole season. I've been saying up to this point, every single player has been play, playing out of fear. None of these be- moves have been made out of confidence and about feeling like, ahead of the pack and offense rather than defense
0: that's Absolutely. what you want you want the offense right he's standing to play offense he really so that is. part that you mentioned about like <laughs> when he's smiling and she's like don't look at pretty dean yeah. I um as an older sibling I have a younger brother I uh-huh. felt that moment in like the <laughs> in the brother sister way where yeah. like where like your sibling is getting in trouble and you're just like smirking to the side because because mm-hmm. you know that you kind of caused them getting in trouble and they right. are just smiling and they're like don't look at her so, <laughs> well, I felt like Dean was like that smirking sibling like mm-hmm. got you
1: <laughs> well I feel like this is a perfect opportunity to make the segue to a sibling situation we saw between Nora wow, and that was her great. sister, mm-hmm. and we saw a real life moment with Jeff who offered to have her ride shotgun with him and see the challenge play out because she had a, a sight visual hit.
0: impairment. That yeah. was my drop your buff moment. It's like Please. I've already talked about how I get really choked up and emotional during um, family visits, yeah. the loved ones reward. On our Instagram yesterday, we shared our favorite uh, loved uh-huh. ones moments. We had other people share their favorite moments. We put some clips in there. Go check out our Instagram. Dropping
1: yeah. your buffs podcast um just, uh, just to put it out there my favorite moment was when jenna lewis in season one did not get a video because her family didn't send it in time and she just sits there crying
0: <laughs> oh that was awful that was awful so anyways, all that to say i love loved ones visits i always get choked up but this episode i did get choked up during the loved ones but i actually like a tear fell when Jeff asked Nora's sister to come ride shotgun with him because of her impairment I was like oh oh gosh Jeff this is too much for me I can't handle it we saw Nora start crying right before the challenge too it was so precious
1: it was a sweet moment and I really hope that the audience doesn't read into it as another opportunity for them to kind of like milk real life differences in people yeah because you know what that would be an absolute shame because this is the reality of this person's circumstances and for the situation and the scenario at hand, what's the point of having a loved one out there if they can't actually get to experience I know.
0: It? Yeah. That was, that was so uh, great. Something else I want to talk about the, this reward challenge mm-hmm. is, um, so this is kind of like fresh from the group chat thought, you know, I feel like every time there's a loved one's visit, Whoever I'm talking to, there's always someone who says, oh, you have to throw the loved one's visit. That's what you've got to do. You've got to throw it. You don't want to win it because Mm -hmm. you don't want to be the one picking who gets love, right? Right. Well, did you notice that, I'm sure as you did, that this reward challenge, you are tied up to someone as a pair Mm -hmm. partner. Mm -hmm. I think, what do you think? Do you think that survivor did this on purpose? Because you can't really throw the challenge when you're tied to a partner. And if you you do try to throw the challenge, your partner might find it very obvious and that would cause more drama to happen.
1: That's very interesting. I hadn't thought about that concept, but it definitely does amplify the situation. What it also amplifies is that there are now two people deciding who who gets love Mm -hmm. and they either pick one each or because they don't know that they each get to pick one, they mm-hmm. really have to kind of be like who can we the two of us justify gets love along with us
0: and, it, and at the same time it also removes the target or removes the pressure off of one yeah one Correct. person doesn't get all of the <clears throat> and i shame think that's, for who they think
1: that might actually be a bigger point because yeah. in the past whoever wins a loved one visits gets so much heat and i think we that's starting to get old and yeah. i think the survivor people like how are we going to take the heat off the person who wins and so maybe by pairing them up not only did it stop them from attempting to lose the challenge but it also gave them more permission to win the challenge knowing that they were one of two people
0: yep yep so anyways I thought that was really interesting
1: we might see this a lot more in the future
0: what did you you think about this what did you think about this challenge it was it was a close fight It really was. And you
1: know what? Now thinking about it, it reminds me of like season two, Jerry and Colby tied together. And him (laughs) throwing her through that tire onto the floor. It was one of those ones that you really either get to fight to win or treat the person that you're tied up to really poorly. Also (laughs) seen in Fans vs. Favorites season 16, when Chet okay. was being dragged around like <laughs> a rag doll. Is that the man part? was being smacked up against everything. And Is it was watch. Is this the part where that,
0: that moment happened where he says, like, I hit my head back there.
1: He's like, and I then, don't care.
0: And the guy says, I don't care. And then he goes, I know. <laughs> 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 That's like one of oh. my favorite moments.
1: What was his name? The behemoth man that they put to like balance out James on the other tribe. I'm pretty sure he has a name that we've seen again come up because once looking up somebody's name, he popped up. I was like, is that his name? Anyway, very remember. Is it like John
0: something?
1: I think, I thought it was a John because we've seen a bunch of Johns throughout the series. (laughs) John John was the one that was dating in San Juan del Sur. He was dating the woman
0: uh, oh, John Rocker? Are you talking about John Rocker?
1: <laughs> it, yeah, the baseball player or something? Yeah. Yeah. So he was dating Julie? Yeah. Yeah. So he was the other John that I forgot about that had played the game.
0: Oh, a giant man.
1: Wait. Yeah. Wait. Oh, did we have two Johns that season? Because yeah. then there yeah. was. Yeah. Wow. There's been a lot of Johns <laughs> and none of them have
0: won. So. Um, we just need a. Shout out to Johns in the survival world. We need a Dion, a Dijon to go. A Dijon,
1: yeah. (laughs) Put a D in front. There you Um, go. Yeah. Okay,
0: so there's, I have something random that I want to bring up about this episode. There were, (laughs) this is going to be so random. I don't know if anyone else caught this. I cannot wait to listen to Rob Has a Podcast to see if Mm -hmm. they caught, if anyone on Rob Has a Podcast caught this. But Dean drops his Instagram handle during Wait. his loved one visit. Tell me about that. Cause I don't, I, you, I think you mentioned it in the
1: group chat or I read it in the group chat, but I yeah. didn't pick up on this even myself.
0: Okay, let me give a little history of about why I know Dean's Instagram handle. I do not follow him on Instagram. But mm-hmm. uh, Dion, yeah, since Dion is a fan of Dean, I found this link once to this shirt that Dean uh-huh. is producing. What does the shirt say? I don't even remember. It's like team Dean- Dean is the best survivor it's this random
1: shirt yeah he gets all of his friends and family and followers I guess to buy the shirt they pretty much just tag him in them and then he will go and you know put it on his story to see show all the support that he's getting on the season really cool the
0: reason reason why the shirt's so funny it's like a drawing of him in a speedo or something but they put
1: his real head on the cartoon
0: which has nothing to do with survivor though (laughs) not oh, like he's wearing a suit on Survivor. Okay, so I sent this link to Dion, like, look at this ridiculous shirt. And that's when I saw on his website that he's, like, promoting himself as, like, what do you call them? Like, he's, like, promoting himself to, like, come DJ your wedding. To be host really? to, to your event. Yeah, he has, like... He's, like, an it, MC. Oh, like, an MC, And he's also an officiant, is that what it's called? The officiant? person who, like, who can marry you? Yeah, like... He is promoting himself on his website to do all these things. Hannah, and- if you and I
1: ever get married, he will he will have to be our officiant. Like, he'll to have it, to do it. To each other or to other people? No, to each other. I'm saying, uh, I'm never getting that man to marry me to anybody but you.
0: Oh, I love it. Okay, do we need, like, to make, like, a agreement, like, when we're 40, if we're not married?
1: Honey, that's only 10 years away from me. Let's not do that.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll make it up. What about seventy? Like we could be like an old, old married
1: couple. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Dean All will right. marry us. Yes. Okay.
0: All that to say, at the bottom of his website, he has a link to his Instagram, and his Instagram handle is DK Chilling. Right? Did he say DK
1: Chilling to his mother? So he whispers when, sweet nothing to her.
0: When his mom is running out, there you can hear it because I listened to it twice. You could hear someone, him or someone, one of the survivors say DK chilling. And I was like, did they just drop his Instagram handle? Isn't that the most random thing? Like I was like, what does his Instagram handle have to do with his mom? Or they just like th- yelling it randomly to hope to get it in the episode.
1: Well, here's the other thing. It clearly didn't do very well if you're the only person who's picked up on it.
0: Well, you know? yeah, <laughs> that is true. Um so I just searched it on Instagram. Yes, his his handle is DK Chillin, And he only has 9,000 followers compared to, like, you know, the classic, you know, usually when you're on a reality TV show, you can, like, really right. get a lot of followers. Well, D, yeah. it's not working out, bud.
1: Here's the thing. I'm almost, be it that he's been plugging the season so strongly from the start of the season, it gives me the impression that he's going to be, like at least at the fire challenge.
0: Uh, I'm here for it. I don't want him to win. And I, but like, I could, I could, I would love to see him argue himself at final.
1: Right now, my only potential winners are Dean and Elaine. Wow. In terms of people that I could sit at the end and go, you did actually have to fight a game and you made moves and did all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't know, I, I know that I'm I'm putting a lot of like, I, I don't want to say hate towards Lauren, but I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not seeing the redeeming qualities in her that I'm seeing in people like Elaine and oh, somehow Dean, because-
0: Have you lost your hope of Nora from this past episode? Are you like Nora's a goner? Or, or like has no- After character?
1: that move, it's clear yeah. that she's being played, she's not playing people.
0: Mm-hmm. and because you've had good arguments for her in the past about like how she could fight for herself right. and and you've really freaked me out of imagining her winning this game and i mean i'm one of the people like yeah nora is really good tv but i do not want her to be the winner like that just i cannot imagine that i don't want so that. i
1: i did actually see nora's eight minute audition video <gasps>
0: eight <gasps> Send- Minutes. Send it to me. I need to see this. It's in one of the
1: Facebook survivor pages. She's oh my very charming. Uh-huh. She's very straightforward. And it just gives you more of an idea of who this woman is. And she's just a character. And I think that we've seen the craziest parts of her. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, after the last tribal council, it's clear that that's what the contestants want you to think as well. And Her best bet is to play cool, and she just succumbs to it way too easily. She's way too easy to bait. And if someone like Dean can bait her, even sitting next to him at the end, she's going to have a really hard time.
0: Speaking of Nora, so I I brought up Dean's Instagram handle. Well, Nora's handle was also mentioned this episode. What? When Karishma votes for Nora, she she writes on her vote. Nora does not know best.
1: Never. We'll never no. know best.
0: Oh, well, sorry. We'll never know best. And Nora's handle is Nora Knows Best. Oh. And apparently listening to Karishma's um, interview, her exit interview with, with Rob, um, apparently Nora would like, that was her slogan out there on the island. Like she would always be dropping that. Nora Knows Best. Nora knows
1: best okay so that totally makes sense for Karishma's statement now and gives me even more reason to love Karishma
0: (laughs) 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 isn't that so good how like that's like a great like lasting impact like Karishma gets voted out but she did leave that with Nora seeing that vote that says Nora does will never know best and Nora you saw Nora's face being like she's trying to read it She was (laughs) like what and she goes oh uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> all right so i
1: do want to take this opportunity the one person that we haven't mentioned at all this episode is our beloved janet and oh, I love how, her. how are we feeling about janet right now because janet went from being a very strong strategical player in the earlier part of the game having mm-hmm. a very real life moment um putting the game to the side in order to do what she believed was right now she's kind of playing riding on the coattails People are in fear that she has the potential of winning, but she's kind of laying low. Uh, something that I would compare to someone like Lauren from last season, who she played a pretty strong um, early Oh, the young game. girl. Yep. And then she kind of died down at the end. I was always yeah. a fan of Lauren's. I yeah. always wanted her to win. And then by the end, people were like, I don't think she'll win. But I was like, she had such a strong early game. Can we really and She lost that? it out. Was
0: it final five that Lauren was out final five?
1: Yeah, because she didn't get to the um, fire
0: challenge. Oh, man, I, I like that comparison a lot because Janet has so much potential, mm-hmm. um, and if she make, makes it to the end, she does have a great argument. if she can work you know say it, argue herself really well. Yeah, but will she will the wheels fall off the car in the next yeah. couple of rounds? I, I, I wonder this. I think if she gets to the end,
1: she will be able to talk to talk her game well. Mm-hmm. There are some people who talk their games poorly. I think an example of that will probably be someone like Dan, possibly even Tommy. I even saw some comments from Tommy at Tribal Council today where he's like, what we're seeing here is a learning moment. where Teaching time with to, Tommy. Yeah, and it's like, teaching time with Tommy, you need to tell people when they need to know things. And I was like, go jump. It's nobody's responsibility... Think? go jump like jump off a cliff go is jump like, is that an australian thing <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like just go jump like nobody needs so you guys, to hear that
0: you guys don't say go jump off a bridge you just say go jump yeah yeah go jump. just
1: go jump like i mean maybe that's me shortening i abbreviate everything i love it i'm
0: gonna start doing it now
1: <laughs> just go jump like seriously go jump like who? Who do? Who are you? Why? Why do you have the audacity? If he was someone like Jamal, Jamal would have turned around and said, Ugh. "Unfortunately, this is one of those situations that had we known this information prior to this tribal council, we wouldn't be receiving the heat that we're receiving right now." And I think we've all learned from this moment that like communication goes a long way, you know. And Tommy we got just teacher took this moment, teacher
0: voice. Tommy, he had his teacher voice on.
1: For yeah, sure. which is I'm the authoritative figure.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so it's like, go jump. Like it's like it was a very unlikable moment for me to see from Tommy.
0: Do you guys ever say like go take a hike? Uh that,
1: I like, think you Go jump that? is like our like alternative. So Maybe don't I'm say- making this up as well.
0: Who knows? You don't you don't say go take.
1: No, no well, I mean nobody said well we're going do hiking <laughs> in Australia. Do you know what oh. I mean? I feel like that's a very American thing. Well you wanna get the hike to somewhere. Every city is eight hours apart. <laughs> There's nowhere nearby that you're going to be hiking to.
0: Wow. Well, I okay. So back to Tommy. I still see like, <laughs> I still see the potential of. So you said that the people you see winning are Elaine or Dean. I see. Oh, Janet. I'm gonna add. Yeah. That right yeah. I could see anyone winning. I think we have not gotten any content from Dan to imagine him winning. No. Um. I'd, I personally could not see Nora winning. And besides that, I could see anybody else winning. So I, I love- I mean,
1: Tommy how, and Lauren yeah. have cases to win. I'm just wondering if they'll talk themselves up or talk themselves down.
0: We are, and I love how we're seeing, you know, we're seeing the flaws of everybody. Yeah. We're I We're also it.
1: seeing the strengths of everybody. Yeah. And it's, but here's the other thing. People like Tommy and Lauren, I think they would be the people that, sit at the end next to Dan and discredit his game so much that it doesn't make themselves look good.
0: Oh, ooh, that's always a bad look at Tribal. Like and that, I think that's that what you're wanting to do. That balance of, like, um, not disrespecting mm-hmm. someone so badly that, like, people don't like you, but also, like, oh.
1: If anybody watches Australian Survivor... The mm-hmm. final of the last season, I'm not going to name who was in it because it's definitely a season worth watching, but there were people at the final two and one person would make a statement, very in support of their own game, very confident, very proud. And then mm-hmm. the other person would try to do the same thing, making these statements. And the first person literally in the middle of it turned around and said, that's not true. And uh-huh. how, they, how was and it received? And, and... And so the first person was like, "Wait, what do you mean?" And that initial person gave point by point by point by point why that couldn't have been the case, and it left the other person just going,
0: uh, and "It why wasn't seen bad."
1: No, because she, they weren't, they weren't doing it to say this person's an idiot. They were just calling out, out what they were saying. They
0: and were they fighting were like, their point.
1: Correct. They were just like, I'm letting you know right now that what that other person is saying does not apply in this situation.
0: Okay. So I love that. I have my question for you. What if Tommy, Lauren, Janet are final three? Who wins? Janet. Wow. Which I would love that because, you know, just the visual of Tommy, the alpha male, mm-hmm. losing to any female is mm-hmm. just would be kind of groundbreaking because we all know that the big guy, you never bring the big buff guy to the end because they'll always right. win. That's been like mm-hmm. the the stereotype.
1: Right. And so I love
0: this idea that maybe this might not happen. Oh, Well,
1: here's the thing. I'm uh, like,
0: I, I, was I mean, I was that was Tommy, also though. season
1: two. That was a Tina and Colby situation.
0: hmm
1: You know, oh, we, yeah. you know, he made the mistake of not taking Keith. Um, but it was like, if we... Part of me, I think the OG Survivor fan in me says that Janet wins, but we've Mm -hmm. seen so many seasons recently that they're like, I like this person as a human being, but game is game. And I think that person played a better game. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if we're going to see people favor game over real life, where this season has been such a real life heavy season, which is why I think that Janet would win.
0: Whatever happens, I just have a big feeling mm. that this jury is going to be intense. Mm-hmm. I think that the jury questioning, no matter who's in the final. Right. I think that the jury is filled up with people who are well, just Very like every, well spoken. Well spoken. And every day I just, in every tribal, just feel like there's like more gasoline poured on the fire. Like mm-hmm. they just look like they're ready to blow. So.
1: yeah, It's going and to so, be insane. Right. And for me, it's also like are we going to see these people fight for a person to win or are we going to see them make them fight for their own place?
0: Right, right.
1: Because even what I found interesting was when Missy got back to Ponderosa, Kelly was like, I was rooting for you. I really wanted you to win. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we all have the information that we have now, but in the game, they still really appreciate each other's gameplay. So it's like, are they going to appreciate someone like Tommy's gameplay, or are they going to appreciate that Janet was able to get herself out of a bad situation? I know. You know?
0: Yeah. Wow. So
1: it's really all up in the air at this point. Um, I'm trying to think, okay, huh, another point that I would like to make. Yes. The vote. The right.
0: Vote.
1: The numbers of the vote.
0: So we had, I wrote down who voted for who, if you want me cool. to say it. Go for it. Uh, the, the people because this super surprised me. Mm-hmm. The people who voted for Nora were Karishma, yep. Janet, and yep. Dean. Correct. And the rest were Karishma. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. I, for some reason, I thought that like Dean and Elaine would also be voting Nora, but it's like no, they were on the side that was voting Karishma. So, so here's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: In the episode, Karishma, when Nora was saying they're going to split the votes and they're getting us this way, and Karishma says perfect. Because it just takes our votes to take out one person. And guess uh-huh. what happened? Oh. Split the votes. They could have just the three who... Have, like. Do you know, obviously, Dean and Nora were not going to vote together at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: Karishma was also discrediting Nora and all that kind of stuff. But they had the ability to take someone out still. And they just went with what we knew could happen what they knew could happen like that's why I'm also sitting here going is Dean making big moves or is Dean just making moves for himself because you know it's not a great move for Elaine that was a terrible move for Elaine she had a better chance at playing with Nora and Karishma Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know and she's like yeah yeah, I don't know It, it just it seemed odd that they were still able to split the vote and get away with it
0: yeah, I just think that they're, this is speculating. We, we haven't seen it, but it could easily be a, a thing going on where people like Tommy or Lauren or Dan or mm-hmm. Janet are making Dean and Elaine feel so comfortable and feel like, oh yeah, next vote, me and you are gonna, we're gonna pair up with them. And like, they must picture themselves going to the end with someone in this majority alliance and they're willing Mm to they're willing to like trust that and so props to the props to the people who are making them feel comfortable and giving them hope because that's what this survivor is all about
1: (laughs) well i mean it led to my drop your buff moment which was Uh Dean just turning to tommy and being like they're voting for you but i'm not i was like yeah what what just happened like but that for me was this was very very Thought out and planned i'm gonna yeah. wait till tribal council to mention this to cause chaos
0: yeah because if so i do you... this
1: before tribal council it's going to give them too much time to actually discuss it within each other and come out to a solution that doesn't help me
0: what do you call it strategy social game or stupidity
1: can it be all
0: three <laughs> I love it. (laughs) And like
1: legitimately, I don't, I won't know until I know who wins.
0: Dean is the poster child of Drunk Buffs podcast. (laughs) Of strategy Special. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, thank you. Okay. I love it. I love that I'm going to start saying normal in my conversations with all my survivor friends. We're going to talk about that's so normal or you're being yeah, normal. Ex-
1: there's or... something a little askew, just a little askew. It's, it, are you being normal or are you being normal?
0: Normal. Yeah. I love it. Anything else you want to say before we talk about next time on Survivor?
1: Um, also straight into a challenge. Like, Not only did we not even get fever dreams, we didn't even get Camp Life after Tribal Council. We went straight into it into a challenge. Have we seen that before? I'm sure we might have seen it once or twice.
0: But... I think we saw it um, previous seasons when it's the loved one's visit. I think when it's the loved one's visit, it hey, one goes straight to it. Yeah, And you know me. I'm cool with it. I'm like, bring it on. I love it. But
1: you can't, you can't tease me like this survivor. Give me fever dreams. Don't give me fever dreams. I'm, <laughs> I'm holding my breath for these things. And I just, I just need some kind of consistency in my survivor life.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just playing with my feelings. This, this whole season has been playing with feelings, that's for sure. Uh, yeah. so, so I think the big takeaway from next time on Survivor is where Tommy is talking to Lauren and mm-hmm. he says, oh, there's no way they're coming after you. And then immediately cuts to him talking to the camera, like I've got to get her out. So we I, don't know if he's talking about Lauren. Correct.
1: But they're so, making us think that. Well, who is his options? There's Elaine or Janet, so my gut is telling me it's either Janet or uh Lauren, but based on the context, I don't know that they would so blatantly pitch it falsely. I yeah. think the conversation is directed towards Lauren,
0: yeah, especially since this episode we heard people saying like Lauren is a big target. I bet Tommy is very aware that people perceive her and as from him Lauren along.
1: posting a picture saying wendell and dumb because yeah. we know that it came to this point of the game and they were very much trying to take each other out
0: how am i supposed to be handling my nerves Theon, while lauren is still in the game i want her to win i want her to stay in but every episode she's still in is like me freaking out the whole hour thinking she's we'll gonna just get it out. out next episode no <laughs> gosh i love her so much i don't know
1: well here's here's the thing i haven't
0: loved a survivor more than lauren in a long time i've got to be honest like, I That's interesting.
1: I feel like that was Lauren for me last season. That's <laughs> without Lauren. It's a Lauren thing, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. but in saying that, if if the original Vokai wanted to make a move against one of their own and still have the numbers, this would be the episode to do it, and the move would be to take out Lauren. mm mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's always at seven, isn't it? When it's mm-hmm. when seven. Well, here's like the thing.
1: It's I mean, five. It's five in their number. They've got the majority. They've mm-hmm. still got Nora. They can take out you know it's yeah I just think that Lauren has a stronger game to pitch than Janet in Tommy's eyes and so he'd be more willing to cut her out now than say go for an easy target oh
0: let's don't let it happen okay mm. I, I'm looking forward to it um, me too we have one more episode and then the finale is that how it's yeah working?
1: I, I believe so. Do we think we should be getting a guest in for next episode? It's been a while.
0: I would love that. We got to prepare some rapid fire questions for whoever we have next.
1: Amazing. So that's definitely going to happen.
0: All right, guys. I think that's it. Uh, let's drop all the things. Not the buffs. Let's drop all the handles. Not the buffs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. so DK okay. chillin. DK chillin. Nora knows best. Dion Alexander. <laughs> Hannah Gillia. We have an Instagram called Drop Your Buffs Podcast. Woo. And on our Instagram, I posted a little video of Dion sharing how Hannah was the thorn in my side. Uh-huh. It was so great. And there's and... also
1: me picking up my, uh, my buff around my chest. <laughs> it's great.
0: <laughs> and um, I don't know if they posted. We might be posting some more Insta stories. And find us on Twitter and uh, YouTube. Yes. That's it. That's it. And as Jeff said... I've what did he say that. at
1: Tribal Council?
0: <laughs> I love that moment. I've got nothing for you. And I they just like, lost it. <laughs> I feel like Jeff was as speechless as we were after that Tribal. That so. was very funny. Dion, I loved recording this podcast. I love talking about Survivor with you. And Yay. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend.
1: And you too. And All I'll right. see you next
0: week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Your bus. Everybody drop your bus.